Bushin Richie here with your Daily Takeaway podcast. Uh, um, you've got a great show ahead, which is just a second, but we just have to talk about something that we were talking about when the songs were on, and we weren't... Obviously, it's not something we could talk about on air. No. But the, the we'll long do it now. <laughs> we'll do it now. The long and short of it is, our producer, Adem, has loads of his ex-partner's numbers on his phone. I wouldn't say partners. Oh, well, how would you describe it? People I've met. There's an interesting <laughs> phrase. They don't have names or anything. They're just their numbers with their photo, because obviously it's WhatsApp. But just he scrolled through a whole list of them, didn't yes. he? Yes. Uh, 839 726 I can't remember their names. I can't remember any of their names. Well, they must have been in there with names to begin with. No. I think if you get past, like, date number five, then you get a name added to your number. Because there was quite a lot of just numbers there that Richie and I saw. So they've not, they've maybe just had one or two dates and then you've moved on. There's a lot of, there is some names in there and in brackets it just says where I've met them. So what app I've met them on. Oh my gosh. At least it'll make the police easier to track you. I don't understand why you need to keep any ex people that you've met. That's a good point. Why why are they still there? We all get lonely sometimes. Oh dear. Right. Let's just get on with the show. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Home time on the thirteenth of September. Indeed, September the the month where back in our collective school days uh, meant the initiation of a bizarre ceremony that forced you to raid your own food cupboards <laughs> and bring in an offering to a sun god that you didn't understand. We are, of course, talking about the Harvest Festival, which was inexplicable. I. I'm 47, I still don't know what the Harvest Festival is. <laughs> and they've even got adverts out for it at my, like, middle daughter's school now. So we're starting to rustle around and find food. And I'm thinking, hold on a minute, this is, this is just carrying on. No-one knows what it is. What are you doing? So from memory, you'd have to get something out of the cupboards, bring it in to, like, assembly. Yeah. Uh, and then, well, no, it was the day before. And then the next day, there'd be a big assembly. And at the front of assembly all the stuff that you brought in for the Harvest Festival. Yeah, and there'd be like a big table with all these tins and that on it. And what they do with this music in the background, the curtain would just close over it like it's been cremated. You'd be ushered out of the hall. And, and you'd, you'd say to your mates, like, where's all our food gone? What's happened to the... I genuinely feel like the, the teachers used to have a big, like, knock-up feast at the weekend. Just have it all. I can remember... I can remember the words to this. This it was the only... Like, we plough the fields and scatter the good seed on the land. I think that's what it was called. This, yeah, this, this is it. was yeah, the yeah. Harvest Festival song. It's a banger. Yeah. So, so Harvest Festival's got its own, like, soundtrack. Yeah. Maybe it's got a Spotify playlist. Who knows? But genuinely, I don't, I don't know what it's about. But what we're going to do, seeing as it is the month of September, and that you can see it on, like, the, the bulletin boards outside schools and churches around the country. Tonight we're going to have the Hometime Harvest Festival. And what we would urge you to do is have a little look in your cupboards. If you've got like a tin of something, because this is the stuff that you used to bring in, a tin of something that's been around for donkey's years, you ain't going to eat it. Just donate it hypothetically, theoretically, by getting in touch with Hometime this evening. For example, we've got a tin of kimchi. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, got, I thought, I really want to get into eating kimchi. I like the idea of kimchi. And this kind of weird-looking tin looks like a, looks like a goldfish. It's been kind of tucked away in the corner. We ain't ever going to eat it. That's what I would bring in, I think. Um, I'm tempted to bring in there's an ocean pie, uh, but that's not going to... That's a Lighthouse Family song, isn't it? <laughs> that's not going to keep. What is an ocean pie? It's it's sort of like a fish version of a cottage pie, isn't it? Oh, well, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's just what we're after. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to keep. Uh, it's got to be tinned. Uh, so I've got some condensed milk that I bought that I thought would be a nice idea. That is perfect. That's mm. perfect. Harvest Festival Fair. If you would like to take part in the Hometime Harvest Festival, uh, do tell us one item that you'll be bringing in, and it's 8, 12, 15. Uh, Tricky's going to send in 
Uh, he sent a photo of it on Twitter, actually. A, a tin of peas pudding. <laughs> I don't even know what it is properly. He says, do you want it first or second class? Either will do, Sunshine. Uh, Watson has sent us a, uh, uh, a post of a, a canned hold chicken. Oh, my... No, no, no chicken should be in a full can like that. No, no, I know. It's awful. Uh, this, this text reads as follows. Stuart Whisker, having dialysis in the Western Isles Hospital in Stornoway. He says, I have a tin of ratatouille dated best before 2017. <laughs> Consider it in the Harvest Festival. Thank you very much. Uh, Tracy, what are you offering up? Well, um, you can have a tin of gobsteak puddings that uh, hanging in the back of the wardrobe somewhere. <laughs> so did you say goblin steak puddings? Yes, I did. That's a... That's a a, wi- gob- a goblin is a strange thing to align with a pudding. It is, isn't it? That's the last thing I'd want in a pudding. It definitely is, yeah. They just, they just look awful and disgusting as well. How long have they been knocking around in there? About six months. Six months or so. And then in terms of Harvest Festival when you were a kid, do you know what it was about? Not really, but we were just got told to bring in stuff from um, home to bring into the school. And we'd probably bring in something like the goblins puddings, tinned hamburgers, fruit cocktail. That tinned, around oh in the cupboard. tinned hamburgers. Different Let's times. Just stop there for a second. <laughs> That's absolutely rank. Yeah, they've been hanging around your cupboard since your mum got the Christmas catalogue. Well, this is it. And I genuine, as I said earlier on, I do believe the teachers had it for themselves. Yeah, no, with us, they were all put into boxes and then completely unaccompanied. And this is primary school. We were sent round to all the old people's houses and people in need and handed out the boxes. So there's no adult, just kids between 7 and 11 wandering around the state, hanging out, handing out. <laughs> Health and safety <laughs> out the window, just going door to door. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good old, hello, you know. Here's your Christmas, no, here's your uh, harvest hamper. Happy harvest festival. <laughs> Have a tinned hamburger. hamburger or a goblin pudding. Glenn says, uh, I've no idea what's in my tin, sadly. Uh, the labels have come off. Anything could be in there. I like it's like being on the... What's that ship that Shackleton was on? <laughs> it's like got that kind of vibe. Uh, Sophie in Hull says, I went to a posh school. Harvest festivals like emptying the back of the shelves of Fortnum and Mason. <laughs> Donations honestly included items like quince preserve, trio <laughs> of olives and chestnut stuffing mix. <laughs> Very hoity-toity. We've got Jill on the line. Jill, what are you offering up? I'm offering up my trusty, faithful tin of haggis. Wow, a tin of haggis. This obviously has a special place in your heart, this tin. <laughs> it does. It's moved house with me over the last 18 years um, three times. And I've just realised it's kind of five years out of date. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, has it brought you good luck in those 18 years? Because obviously you know it's five years out of date now. I presume you're not going to chuck it away because it's a sentimental value. It's become a bit of an heirloom. I wish I had kids to pass it on to. But um, I'm, I'm, no, I'm thinking of keeping it. Um, it was a gift from an ex-boyfriend who said it would taste great on toast. So. It feels like a bit of a warning. A lot going on here. <laughs> There's a lot going on here. Thank you, Jill. It's very <laughs> kind of you. <laughs> no problem at all. Great show, guys. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Now, Nigel Mansell, what a name of our youths. Uh, well, he is putting up uh, all of his racing helmets, baseball caps, race suits and trophies and awards for auction. What's he? Is he all right? Is everything OK? He's fine. He used to have them all housed in a museum in Jersey, over 300 items altogether. Oh, right. Uh, that's closed down for other business ventures, it says, uh, as part of this article. Turned into a soft play. <laughs> I don't know why he's doing. Nigel Mansell's soft play. <laughs> Isn't that, come on in, have an amazing time. The kids will be fine. Uh, we're not sure about that fact, so uh, don't... don't, don't you know, it's not a soft play, it's not going to be a soft play. Uh, but uh, they are all going to be auctioned, so you've got 200 trophies and awards. What 
what a career he had. Because he's won so much stuff. He was dominant, wasn't he? He was. 32 racing helmets, 78 baseball caps and 50 race suits. You could own them all. Did make me think, if you could just have one piece, just one piece of memorabilia from your childhood, doesn't necessarily have to be sporting, what would it be on the side? You know, taking up pride in your lounge. I would absolutely love to have um, a Star Wars blaster pistol. I was yes. obsessed with Star Wars when I was a kid. And I used to love, like, Han Solo's one from the hip. Yep. That would be amazing. Or if it was to go one further and add loads of money, a life-size Han Solo frozen in carbonite thing on the wall. See, this is it. Budget, you know, there, there is no budgetary limit on this because it's all fantasy anyway, fantasy memorabilia. So you can have that. Because that must be a prop that's still around somewhere because yeah, people kept so. all the Star Wars stuff. So I'll add that, please. Speaking of props that I hope is still around somewhere and hopefully might be a bit more accessible than the Star Wars one, do you remember Nightmare? Oh, yeah, the one with the lad with the dustbin on his head. <laughs> That's what I'm wanting. That, I think, would be amazing. What, the helmet that the kid the used to he- wear? The helmet from Nightmare. I'd love that on the side, in the box. <laughs> Do you know, listen, mate. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a bin here in the studio. My memory was that it was less bin-like. I thought it was more sort of like um, the old... It, I, I swear it was a little bit sort of like Vikingish. It had, like, prongs on it, didn't yeah, exactly, it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Kind of all these... All the time we've been doing the show, I thought this was a metal bin. I thought it was. Listen to it. Plastic. That's not metal, is That was it, not then? the effect I was going for. It doesn't yeah. sound like his helmet at all. <laughs> it must be somewhere. All these things that you remember, it, like that prop, I presume, I hope, hasn't just been put in the bin. I would hope not. Uh, we're after uh, the fantasy memorabilia that you would like to own from your childhood, uh, being that M- Nigel Mansell put up for sale every single race suit, trophy, uh, and helmet that he's ever had in his racing career. There's a good one here that says, my memorabilia from my childhood would be uh, Brett the Hitman Hart's sunglasses. <laughs> they add, I hated the child he gave them to before he wrestled. Phil has said you can own the night, not own it, uh, Nightmare Live is now oh. a thing. Remember Nightmare and the Helmet of Justice? I could wear the Helmet of Justice. Do you, do you remember me saying there was a, a legendary lad from my school called Dick and Hairs? Yes. I kid you not, that's his name. He went on Nightmare. Wow. So he has worn the helmet that you so covet. Yes, I'd love it. Uh, the Movie Prop Warehouse have tweeted us to say, we could make that dream a reality, guys. And I've just clicked on their website. And they, they are based in the UK, and they've got tons of different uh, little props and stuff from famous things. For example, uh, a dragon glass arrowhead from Game of Thrones. I would, I would pay m- good money for that. 299 quid? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe not yet. <laughs> yeah. uh, ben, uh, what would you like? I have always wanted one of those bendy bullies off of Bullseye in the 90s. <laughs> a, bend, what's, a bendy bully is in like bully, but what, bendy? It was the bully trophy on a spring, wasn't it? Yeah, so it was like um, one of those like flexible, posable things. So it had like a skeleton frame made of wire and you could sort of move the arms and pose him. Um, in sort of different positions. But yeah, Jim always used to say, don't forget, you still get your bendy bullies, and I've always wanted one, and just can't find them anywhere. Wow. I, I, I never, bully freaked me out a little bit. Really? Just, he looked like a quite strong, maybe quite angry. Well, I mean, you wouldn't want a weak bull, would you? That's a very good point, but I wouldn't want to spend a week with bully either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Duffin Darby says, I would like actual morph from Take Heart. If you could have some fantasy memorabilia uh, from your childhood, what would it be with Nigel Mansell putting all his stuff up for uh, grabs at the moment? Morph, what a legend. Uh, do you know what? I, 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 go down the Morph route, I'd love to get Chaz and just flatten him. <laughs> I'd never like Chaz. I feel like Morph wasn't as good when Chaz was on the scene. I would agree. Do you know what I mean? I would agree. Just uh, Maybe he was like spending Morph's money or something. <laughs> uh, Maria, tell us uh, the memorabilia you would like. Oh, it'd have to be David Bowie's wig from Labyrinth. 
What a wig that was. Kind of Tina Turner-esque. Yes, for bleached. On display, Maria, or would you like to uh, head out wearing it? Oh, I don't know that I'd go out wearing it, but I might try it on in front of the mirror. <laughs> oh, what a fantastic film that was. Do you feel, do you feel the movie Labyrinth gets the credit it deserves? Because it was fantastic, wasn't it? Absolutely not. It's an absolute classic. Stone Cold classic. You've got that in your lounge then. Uh, David Bowie's wig, which does sound like a feature on this show. <laughs> <laughs> this is The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie here with Home Time on a Wednesday night. Like we said before, we would love for you to come bowling with us. Thursday of next week is coming up quick. This is our idea uh, to celebrate Absolute Radio's 15th birthday. And all you need to do is head to absoluteradio.co.uk slash win now to come and join us. Uh, now, some of you will be on Bush's team. Some of you will be on my team. Actually, we do need to come up with names for our teams. All still to sort out before next Thursday. Good point. Uh, but uh, as part of the prep, I have to say, our uh, much maligned and talked about producer Adem has been putting together this night for us. And it's good. Uh, but we have asked him to uh, make sure that we're we're looking the part on the night, uh, and he's very excited tonight because he has bought us some bowling shirts. Bowling shirts? Yes. Is there such a thing as a bowling shirt? Absolutely, yes. If you if you look onto the uh, deepest darkest depths of Sky Sports, uh, you do get to see some televised temping bowling every now and then, and they do wear some jazzy old outfits. So I'm thinking Kingpin. The movie Kingpin. Yeah, yeah, that, that too. Kind of... Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, bowling shirts. So, uh, let's... Uh, a, a rare appearance on the show from uh, our producer, uh, Adem. Let's oh, just, he's pulled uh, the microphones over to himself there. He's getting involved. Yes. Where did you want the microphone to be? That's a good point. Well, uh, actually, don't ask me. I've not checked the quality of these, by the way, but they were quite expensive. Well, the lights out of that. Well, we're absolutely slushing around in show budgets. So, That's have you got in mind a certain one for each of us? Yeah, do you want me to give Bushy's his first? Here yes. Open that. I'm seeing a checky kind of. Thing. Together, these were seventy pound, by the way, boys. So you oh. saw these and thought that's very bush. Yeah. Let's have a look at this. This is nice. This is sleek. It's chic. <laughs> so I look like a commie chef <laughs> in a uh, provincial pub. I'll get a picture up on social for you guys. Massive on you. That's going to be absolutely massive. How on big you. is that? <laughs> so well, I got you a large. But you know when things come off. <laughs> A certain website. I look like I'm on the back of uh, Sunday supplements well, and I've had a gastric band. Well, don't, don't be offended because I've got Richie and Extra Large because sometimes they come smaller than they are. Absolutely massive. Here's yours, Richie. Mine, just, just for your uh, theatre yeah. of the mind, black and white checks. It's a nice shirt. It, it looks like Vince Vaughn might wear it in uh, Swingers, that movie from yesteryear. Okay. Oh, wow. Now, the, <laughs> I describe this as a disco shirt. Oh, my words. <laughs> wow, which pride will he be appearing at? <laughs> a gem. That is all the colours of the rainbow. It's quite incredible. I like it. Do what? you know what? I'd wear that on a night out. And you've got spares here. Look, if any of the uh, diamond-esque things fall off. Yeah, wow, look at that. That is beautiful. It's like a glitter ball. It is. It's a glitter ball in shirt form. Uh, it, it looks... Hey, it's another big one, isn't it? It's another big one, yeah. Very unicorny. But underneath all the shimmering squares... Is it, I don't own much silk. Do you own silk? No, genuinely, you look like uh, you might be in the Pet Shop Boys wearing that. It's fantastic. You couldn't say anything better to me. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's that's the show. Still a little bit awkward from earlier on. And Adam calling for company on his mobile phone. Uh, if you have your ex's numbers, maybe you've got a few different ex's numbers uh, on your phone, or you've got them, you change their name, call them ex, this, that, or whatever, uh, do tell us about it. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Delete them now. No. Why not? Because I'm out next Saturday and I don't know what's going to happen.